All right. I'm going to refresh the page. There I am. I'm live on Facebook. It's weird though, because today I'm alone. Nobody here with me today. Uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, thanks for being here, Crystal Walker, my one live streaming friend. Uh, welcome to the People First Then Profit live series. Uh, today's series is a little bit different in that uh, I will not be conversing with someone here live. I will be conversing with you, the audience. Um, I was not ready to return to business as usual with these uh, live series events. Um, I wasn't certain that I could talk about something uh, business oriented in light of what's continuing to happen in society. Uh, I also have a wonderful opportunity at 11 o'clock to um, present an interactive workshop with the DFW MPI group um, here in Dallas. And so I knew that my time would be a little bit truncated today. And so I didn't want to have a guest that I had to restrict to, um, to a certain level of time constraint. So it's just me today. And I'm going to keep this fairly short and hopefully very sweet. When I thought about what I wanted to talk about today, I reflected back on the last couple of weeks and uh, what we talked about. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with um, Chris Harmon of Harmland Visions. And last week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Shelby Hahn, uh, DJ Shelby Hahn um, from DFW Parties. So, hello, you two. Saying hello to Kevin Brandt and Crystal Walker. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, so, what it boils down to is I've been reflecting back on those last two conversations, and um, I found them incredibly helpful. I found them enlightening and eye opening. And uh, in certain ways, I felt um, sad, heavy hearted, because I really want to try to encourage folks, right? My three words that I use when I chat with people is inspiration, motivation, education, um, sort of in that order. Um, we're inspired by things we see and things that we witness and things that we experience. And then we're motivated by that oftentimes. Um, there's a fire lit and we want to do something. And then the education is the information that we receive on how to take action. Um, and, and that applies to a number of different things in life. Um, our businesses, our relationships, interpersonal uh, and how we run our businesses, uh, everything. And so, um, hi, Maggie. I was just about to mention you. It's like you have ESP. So when I was chatting with Maggie, um, my favorite content strategist, we talked today about providing people with some resources, ways to donate, ways to affect change. So I have some information here I'm going to share. Uh, I'm going to do something a little bit different in that I'm going to try to, um, run through some content that I really hope you enjoy. And then I'm going to literally post live links to 
all the things that we're going to mention that have to do with ways in which you can enact change, ways in which you can, um, as the famous quote goes, be the change you want to see in the world. So the first thing that I talked about in my um, teaser, my marketing, was educate. Okay, the first thing we can do is educate ourselves. Um, you want to, well, let me take one tiny step back. As I was writing this out, I want to ensure, I don't want this to sound like a lecture. I would really love for this to just be a plea, a plea from my heart to yours that you can make a change uh, and that we, we all need to work towards a better, brighter, more equitable, more just future. So um, you want to work actively to create an environment that promotes learning, encourages and supports learning. You have to be prepared to do the work. It's not easy to educate yourself. Uh, and that's really what we're talking about here is you have to go out, find the information, and you have to consume it. So be ready to do the work. I recommend that everybody learn about both the history of the types of things, the social injustices and the issues that we're dealing with as a society right now, as well as the current circumstances and situations. So yesterday, uh, excuse me, last week when I talked to Shelby, we talked about the Stonewall riots in 1969, how it led to the Gay Liberation Front, how that organization went on to create much of the LGBTQIA plus civil rights that we experience in our society today started there. So educate yourself on both the history and the current uh, state. There's this old saying, of course, those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. So um, I want you to consider the source of information. So if you're out there and you're doing research and you're looking for articles and books and information, make sure you consider the source and you vet that source and you make sure that it's data that's um, well acquired, it's been, um, tested and proven, it's coming from a credible source. Uh, that's very important, especially in today's world of social media. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I think a lot of people enjoy um, Hollywood's historical fiction, and I, I do like that as well. Um, Emily and I just tore through the series Hollywood on um, Netflix, which you, if you haven't watched it, it's an unbelievable watch. So go check out that series. The thing with historical fiction is you don't know where the history starts and the fiction ends and the history ends and the fiction starts uh, in a lot of ways. So if you use it for both entertainment and a certain level of education, just make sure you watch it with a very critical eye and that you go back to more historical sources to see what part might have been embellished or what part might uh, have been the area of the fiction part of historical fiction. Um, this is something that I learned from Chris two weeks ago when we chatted. Um, once you educate yourself, it's time to have the conversation. Uh, you've probably heard it over and over again, is it's not the obligation, expectation, or job of a minority or someone who is suffering from injustices or inequality to educate us on the experiences that they're having. This is something you need to do on your own. You need to do that work first. So earlier when I said, be ready to do the work, that's what I mean, okay? Um, so have those conversations once you've educated yourself. Couple of quick caveats there. 
please try to avoid uh, things like group think and echo chambers and confirmation bias, okay? If you're not familiar with all those terms, just do a quick uh, Google search and look those up. Um, it's, uh, it's important that we uh, make sure that we're just not surrounding ourselves with people that have the same opinion as us. So look up those three terms. I'll say them again real quick. Um, group think, echo chambers, and confirmation bias. And then the other thing I learned from Chris was uh, when you have these conversations, one of the first places you can have these conversations is to start with your children. Um, there was a wonderful piece put out by CNN and uh, Sesame Street. Uh, I feel like Frankie, my daughter, my loving, uh, caring, kind, and sweet daughter, is three and a half. Um, I, of course, am going to say that she's brilliant and cognitively advanced in every way because I'm her father, but I feel like she's ready to start having conversations about um, not necessarily racism, but just discussing that people look different and that they are just as worthy of equality and rights and justice as we are. So um, start with your kids was something that I heard from Chris Harmon, which I think um, is brilliant. Hello to all of you. Uh, I'm going to take a quick moment and thank you all for being here. Um, Maggie, I'm so glad that, that the historical fiction thing resonated with you. Um, yeah, having, having something on hand to research as you're watching historical fiction is great. Andre, thank you for being here. Emily Brown, haven't seen you forever. Thank you for being here. And my good friend, Lauren Eck just joined. So thanks for being here, uh, Lauren. All right. So educate, then donate. Okay. Um, donate your time or your money or both, right? Um, we can all admit that you either have more time than you have money or more money than you have time. And oftentimes it feels like you maybe don't have a lot of either. Um, but the moral of the story here, the spirit of this is to do something. Okay. Even if it's a very small amount of money to donate, uh, or a small amount of time to donate, uh, it's, it's something that we need to do to help the organizations that are doing the work for us. Okay. Um, you can donate your time and money to charitable institutions and organizations. You can also donate your time um, to instruments of social and political change. Okay, and I'm going to talk about a few of those in just a minute. Um, you can invest, and I don't necessarily mean as an investor, but you can invest by spending your money with and supporting and marketing and being an ally for black and minority owned businesses to include other people of color, LGBTQIA+. I think those are wonderful ways for you to support them, is to, to shop with them, to market for them. Hi, Gary Bauman. Hi, Amber Knowles. Hi, Chris Harmon. Uh, it feels weird to have Chris watching and not, not speaking. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Chris. Uh, okay, so invest in minority-owned businesses and shopping with them. This was something that Shelby pointed out last week. Um, buy merchandise that uh, espouses the social and political change that you want to see for the people that are being um, being hated on or uh, not receiving the, um, uh, the quality and justice that they deserve. Uh, however, and this is a huge point, make sure you know who's selling that merchandise and where those dollars are going. I'll be completely candid, I've done some research in, in looking to buy merchandise. And I've found that the people selling that merchandise readily support not providing justice and equality for the people 
that they're putting on their shirts and other merchandise. So if you're gonna support them through merchandise purchases and things like that, just make sure you know where that's going. Act, okay? Hi, Ember Knowles. Act, um, so educate, donate, now act. You can start with the educate and donate, okay? You can start with educate, that is acting. By educating yourself, having the conversation and donating, that's acting. The next thing that I want to recommend is to please please get involved in local, state, and federal politics. Um, that's how we affect change in this country. If you're not registered to vote, uh, you just missed a deadline to vote in a primary on July 14th. So if you're not registered to vote though, fix that now. You have to be registered at least in the state of Texas 30 days before the election you want to vote in. Of course, the federal election takes place on the first Tuesday in November, which means you have to be registered by the early part of October. So just do it now, okay? Uh, that's incredibly important. Um, voting is, yes, Karen Higginbotham, um, Paper Cuts is her nickname because she doesn't do digital. So thank you for being here for my live, uh, my live here on Facebook, uh, Paper Cuts. I miss you and thank you for resonating that we need to please vote. Um, you can encourage others to get involved and to vote, okay? Nobody likes um, being lectured at, but conversations, candid conversations, I oftentimes will ask, hey guys, are you registered to vote? Uh, and if not, I give them ideas on, like I've just said, how, what, how and where they need to get, make sure they get registered. If you move in the state of Texas, you need to re-register to have a current address on file. Uh, so look that up. Do the research there and make sure that you're, um, you're voting and encouraging others. You can physically help others vote, okay? So one of the struggles with, um, with voting is it's right now because mail-in mail, mail voting isn't uh, federally recognized, you have to go and vote. And there's a lot of people that have trouble getting to the polling centers and going and casting their vote. So you can find ways to help with that. Um, I'm right now toying with an initiative and a way in which we can maybe help as an industry, the events and hospitality industry, uh, and I'll be rolling that out soon. But in the meantime, if you have uh, people that you know, older folks, uh, disenfranchised folks, uh, folks that don't have a considerable amount of money or resources to get to the polling centers, we need to help them get there so that they can cast their vote. Uh, I've got some comments here. Um, MPI and uh, Grapevine vote early uh, because that starts. Okay, so if you're going to the World Education Congress in Grapevine, vote early because it starts on voting day. Thank you, Paige, for that little piece of information. Um, Karen says basically she just did it. It's super easy and very important. So thank you guys for echoing. All right, I have just a few more minutes that I need of your time today. Uh, here's what I'm going to do I have asked uh, smarter people than me who uh, and where their favorite organizations are to educate themselves, donate, and consider action. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mention them and then I'm gonna literally post them in the comments live because I know that while I have you here or while you're watching now is the best time. If I say I'm gonna post that in the comments later, I might lose you, you might forget to come back. So here we go. One of my favorites is the Equal Justice Initiative. The Equal Justice Initiative was started by Brian Stevenson he is the gentleman with the Southern Poverty Law Center who also wrote Just Mercy. Just Mercy is a book and a streaming movie that you can watch presently for free throughout the United States on a number of different streaming services. 
uh, I think Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and a bunch of others. So uh, look that up. And there's the post for both their website and their Twitter. Uh, I mentioned earlier one of my favorite, the favorite content strategist in my life and good friend Maggie Francisco recommended the National Black Justice Coalition. Uh, now, this is an organization that specifically helps with um, justice and um, equality for um, black people, uh, uh, black uh, minorities in the LGBTQIA population. Uh, so I'm going to post their URL and their Twitter right there. Um, next, my guest from last week who just joined in. Hi, Shelby Hahn. Thank you for being here and thank you for your time and um, your considerable education last week. The Dallas Hope Center, which is run by Dallas Charities. Um, this is a, a wonderful organization local here in Dallas. So if you're looking to um, support somebody local, boom, there's the link for that. The TGI Justice Project, also from Shelby, it's out of California, and it is the Transgender Injustice Justice Project. I think I said that wrong, but I have the acronym here, and I don't have the title. I'm gonna put this here. This is a wonderful organization out of uh, California. I reached out to one of my um, oldest friends here in Dallas, um, Natalie. Natalie's a wonderful girl. I had the pleasure of photographing her wedding in Toronto almost a decade ago, maybe more. I don't know. Uh, Natalie, you're gonna have to tell me if you watch this video. It's gotta have been close to a decade. Anyway, one of her favorites and has become one of my favorites is the Human Rights Campaign. Um, they are a national organization and they do a wonderful job um, supporting uh, LGBTQIA plus folks and lobbying and being involved in governmental activities to try to help um, affect policy. She also mentioned the National Center for Transgender Equality, which is a wonderful organization that specifically tries to help um, the transgender population. There's the link to their URL and their website, or excuse me, and their Twitter. Um, and then uh, we came together, uh, Natalie and I, and we chatted about the big heavy hitters that have been around for quite some time. And that's, of course, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, um, which essentially their core is, is um, supporting the Bill of Rights and making sure that um, people's rights aren't unjustly sort of um, walked upon and that there's not an injustice and an inequality there. Uh, the Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center is the last organization that I have typed out here and that I learned about them through Brian Stevenson. They're a wonderful group of folks that are uh, championing the cause for folks. And then this last one's a person. I was introduced to this person um, by uh, Leah Weinberg out of New York City. She's a planner. Her company name is ColourPop Events. And she introduced me to Monique Melton probably about two months ago, and I started following her. And this was long before um, the recent flare-up with racial injustice and, and the George Floyd incident. Uh, and she was talking about racism back then and has been doing so for a very long time. So she's an anti-racist educator. Um, she's not on Twitter, but I've just posted her URL and her Instagram, which is her choice of social media platform. Uh, and I think it's she's just a wonderful... Um, a wonderful way to educate yourself 
uh, on some of the topics that we've just talked about. In classic Chris Harmon style, he is coming in at the last minute with a boatload of posts. Uh, he's just sent me a text message. If, if this were the news, I would be in my ear and we would have a news flash across the bottom of the screen. I'm gonna to try to post these in here and I absolutely can. Um, so the first one uh, that Chris sent was Community Justice Exchange. Um, and then we have a list here. Now I don't have the URL for all these, but I'm gonna cut and paste it in there. If we need clarification for any of these, please take a minute and just put a comment there and myself or Chris can get back to you. But he's listed the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, uh, Campaign Zero, Color of Change, Buried Alive Project, Equal Justice Initiative, which we talked about above. So let me take that out because we already have that in there. And then Until Freedom and Bail Funds uh, are some of the ones that he's listed. I'm gonna post those there. And then I've got one more from Chris. He may be coming in late. Well, he sure is showing up. The Dallas Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation Organization. I'm gonna copy that and I'm gonna post that. All right, so um, that's all I have as far as resources. Uh, unless anybody has questions, which I'm happy to take, I don't know if I'll have an answer for you, but if I don't, I'll be happy to find that answer for you. Um, I don't have much else to offer other than there have been some really encouraging things that have happened this last week. There continue to be heartbreaking instances of racism, injustice, and inequality happening. But there have also been some unbelievable moments of change, both in the capitalist environment, in, the, in society at large, in the political arena, thank you, Supreme Court of the United States. Um, so there's a considerable amount of continued hope and momentum. So uh, I'll just leave you with my three words uh, that inspired me to talk to you today, and that's educate, uh, donate, and act. If, uh, if anybody has any questions after I uh, end this live, series, uh, please feel free to email me, uh, PM or DM me on any social media sites. Uh, if you want to watch uh, the video that uh, exists from Chris Harmon or from Shelby Hahn, those are on my website, donmamoni.com. Uh, I will actually come back and put those links in the, in the chat, the comment field, so that you can have easy access to those. Uh, thank you for sharing some time with me today. Uh, I very much appreciate you and uh, everything you do to ensure that injustice and inequality uh, comes to an end. And uh, I hope you have a really, really wonderful week. Thank you all.